Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all groups of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to episode two of season three of the Women Thrive Summit. Excited to have you here today because today I'm actually interviewing our host, Abigail Rebecca Pugh, who is our visibility coach, the founder of Illuminated Leaders, a thought leader of Aquarian Age Femme Leadership and Human Design Visibility Coach. She's also the host of the Women Thrive podcast right now within the Women Thrive and is, of course, our team member here. So I'm excited to get to know her, for you to get to know our host a little bit more intimately, get to know what she's about, what her mission is, and really just get connected. And I hope you get to enjoy this conversation. So Abby, welcome to your podcast. Thank you, Amanda. I feel very privileged to be interviewed on this incredible um, podcast. It's really great to be here. Well, you know, I always said, I don't know if anyone could take over this role of hosting this podcast, but here you are, you come along and with this amazing energy. And I think it's only right for our audience to first get to know you behind the scenes before you get onto this journey of interviewing our fellow speakers and those who are involved in the Women Thrive. And what a better way than just getting into this conversation together, introducing you to our audience. Yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a good one. I mean, I'm going to skip this whole boring introduction because there's so much to you. <laughs> I think let's skip it to the good part of how we actually met and how we got to know each other and how this come about that you're now within the Women Thrive team, because I think that's far more interesting and your story will come about because you are a successful business founder. You have worked in the corporate for a long time. You've done many different things, but what you do now is truly your life's mission, your purpose, your passion, and how you got to where you are today. So we will explore all of that in this podcast. But Happy, we met quite a few years ago through an introduction. And I remember we jumped on a call. We had such a beautiful, beautiful conversation. So many things aligned, but we never really done anything about it. And it happens quite a lot in business when you make these friendships. You start somewhere and you just don't know where to go from there. Like, what was your experience when we first connected? Mm. Yeah, well, we connected so that, so I was speaking on a stage at, at a summit in San Francisco and there was another speaker on there and he connected me with you. And I think at the time I was looking for someone to help me with my back office systems, funnels, building funnels and things like that. And we were interview, uh, introduced and we got onto a call together. And I just remember your incredible energy. I remember so many of the things actually that you said to me. I remember you saying, within my team, I only hire experts. So I don't just get one person to do everything. I hire experts in my team. And I was like, okay, yes, this woman knows what she's doing. Like she's uh, got a vision and a purpose and she's creating a, a team to support her. And then I started working with the incredible woman who you introduced me to and she was then helping me with my 
CRM and all of that. And then we kind of kept in touch and you we followed each other on social media and I kept seeing you pop t- popping up and I kept seeing all the things that you were doing. And then I remember having a conversation with a mutual contact and saying, here's, so here's where I was. I felt like at the time that I'd grown my business as far as I could grow it on my own. And I really, really missed having a team around me or even being part of a team. And I think that that's one of the things that, you know, we can do so much when we're really focused on our purpose, on our vision, and we're growing something out. It's very easy to feel isolated. And I was, I've got lots of friends. I'm in incredible communities. I wanted to be part of a team. And then the opportunity came up to come and support you. And we had a few conversations about it. And then, you know, that was a few months ago as we record this podcast. And then I think that naturally we've kind of found our feet and you've learned more about me and I've learned more about you. And we've come to this beautiful agreement and this relationship where, you know, I'm supporting with the podcast and with our speakers and you've let me loose with your clients, which I'm very, very um, happy about. But I feel like there's been a real injection energy actually into my life, which is then also transferred into my business. We really can't do this together. We really need these communities of women that support and inspire us. And, you know, we're very similar in the fact that we love our communities. We're very much community people. So, yeah, I'm just really excited to see what comes, what more comes out of this. And I'm very excited to host the podcast. It's been really, really interesting. And you mentioned something as in, you know, having, being part of something. I think this is what really is an interesting journey that we've gone on where I've integrated you into our community, into our business. And I didn't know, I remember speaking to my assistant, the same lady who I introduced you years ago, who supported you in your business. And she come back to me and when I was saying, I think I would need someone in the business to support me in this way. And she said, have you thought about Abby? And I said, oh, I was like, she has her own business. <laughs> like, I never even thought about that. She's like, you guys should chat. I think there is something mutually you're look- both looking for right now. And that was just a really big surprise at the time. And the more we started to speak about it in terms of your goals and where you are and what I'm looking for. And that's the thing. When two business owners, leaders, successful leaders come together. Sometimes there is that competition energy. And then sometimes there is that mutual respect. And knowing that beyond the business, there is actually a mission and a purpose and possibilities and opportunities to explore. I think from the first time we connected, I knew that we weren't taking those positions of, well, first of all, I don't believe in competition. I believe in collaboration. I think we're both aligned to that. And being able to so intricately to allow you into our business from holding speaker calls, which I never thought I would allow anyone to hold interviews or host a podcast or work as a coach within our community. 
it, it was such a big leap for me personally but I just I'm loving this process I'm loving allowing somebody else's energy with the same values with the same passion and mission and you're seeing your passion grow for what we do to represent the same things and because it comes not just because you believe in what we do you actually share the same vision and share the same values I think this is why this relationship has worked so well. And here we are now, still, I believe it's still the beginning stages of it, but it's such a exciting part or place to be right now. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was big leaps of faith from both of us. You know, you're talking about leap of faith, trusting me. Mm. We have a very, well, we have the same vision. We have very similar values and purpose in life we deliver it in different ways but in you know corporate circles for example we could be seen as competitors but we're not but for me my leap of faith was really I had to really look at my ego and have a very tough conversation with myself you know I have this vision I have this mission and I think that this is why it's so important for us to leave space open for opportunities, not to be so focused on one thing that you're so blinkered. And that's the only way that I'm going to achieve that. Yeah, I want to achieve this, but actually open yourself up to possibilities. And I think what's happened with me is I've shifted out of that, but I've got my own business. What, like, why? It's almost like I'm going to work. I'm going to work for someone else. What does that mean? What does that mean about me as a visionary, as an entrepreneur, as a leader? And then changing the perspective on that and saying, actually, this is an incredible opportunity that I want to step into. And it might, and I can still bring my vision to life, but it doesn't necessarily solely have to be my business. It can be other things. There can be other things, other collaborations, other businesses that I can be aligned with. So this has really created new possibilities um, for me as well. And I just want to thank you for, you know, for that, you know, really trusting me to come in. I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to be part of the vision. Stop it. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's so interesting what you said, because there is a lot of fear from business owners and entrepreneurs to take on the other role of supporting another business. And I admire how you've been able to do that and really enjoy the process and allow this to also be a big part of your growth. And just seeing you light up, your energy light up, doing the things that you love to do I really get into it and I'm excited to see you excited like that I'm like oh my god she's not just like another team member who's joining she's really part of the mission and just see you light up through it it just I don't know it just makes my day <laughs> it's so, like, yeah. yeah Abby tell me more about your background your experience why this mission has really aligned with you with what you truly believe in your story and why you feel like what we get to do today in terms of empowering women to have their voice is so deeply connected to your own purpose 
Yeah, it's it is it's so connected. It's deeply embedded in my purpose. I, as you know, I'm a human design coach, and through my human design, I'm designed to help others amplify their own voices through my voice. My voice is a vehicle for change, and I there was a time where I didn't have a voice. I am so passionate about helping other people, especially women be able to find their voice and stand up and be visible. I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness. Now, if you know anything about that organization, you'll know that men run the show. It's very disempowering for women. I was raised to be a wife and a mother. My father even chose my GCSE subjects for me, like my, my, my exam subjects. He chose them all for me. So I was raised to be very submissive and I realized from a very young age that it just wasn't for me. It was kind of like leading this double life. So out of the family unit, I was one person and then within the family unit, I was another person because I really didn't want to cause any problems. I didn't want to disrupt anything. And then it got to a point where I was about 14, 15 and I was like, I need to leave. So I left when I was 16 and it was a big leap of faith. I basically had to decide between my own freedom or keeping my friends and family because I knew that if I left, the relationship would be broken. There would be no support from my friends and family moving on. And as a 16-year-old, that's quite scary, right? But I made that decision and um, I had a lovely life. I traveled all around the world for 10 years. I worked in so many different countries, doing ski seasons and working overseas in holiday destinations and then I came back to the UK and I built a very successful corporate career managing big teams managing big projects managing big big budgets and just and then had a an episode with my health which actually I'm so grateful for because it gave me the opportunity to really evaluate what I was doing and I've always wanted to start my own business and it gave me the opportunity to start my business and then when I was in my business and then I had to start going out there and promoting myself and being visible, that's when things started to show up. Because I thought that everything was fine. I'd had this quite traumatic experience when I was growing up, but I was okay. I was just going on and getting on with things. And I realized that through my business, I covered up a lot of trauma. So my business uncovered that trauma. You know, I always say that our business is the biggest personal development program that we can ever invest in because it brings out all the things that we're afraid to do. It gives us the opportunity to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And often that's very scary. And I was so scared. I was so scared about being visible, about being rejected, about being ridiculed, about people not liking me. So there was a lot of healing to be done. And I did that within my business. I, that was seven years ago. I feel like the last seven years has been this incredible journey. And I've learned lots of things along the way that's helped me. I've worked with incredible mentors and other coaches and, you know, been inspired by other female business owners, you being one of them. And when I discovered human design, that's when I really started to get to know myself and fall in love with myself and the transformation came through that beautiful oh my goodness it's so true you know when you were speaking about 
building a corporate career and life and whilst all of that is happening we kind of run away from whatever trauma or things that perhaps we have had and everything seems fine until you really embark on this entrepreneurial journey and I don't know why but as you said it just really exposes everything it puts it all out on a plate without you even expecting or knowing that oh my god it's so much to be uncovered here but it's beautiful because it allows us to shed all the conditioning or the things that we thought we were covering up because we never really had to look that deep within ourselves and it just allows us to really move past all of that and uncover our true and authentic selves which in essence it allowed you to find human design through which you also found who you truly are your personality and your passion so talk to me a little bit more about this uncovering that happened after uh, you embarked on this entrepreneurial journey, clearly, you know, invested a lot in yourself. But what truly happened when you found who you truly are? I think what was happening to, with me, and I hear this story again and, and again, I'm not the only one. When I first started my business, I was investing a lot of money in coaching programs and working with coaches that were really teaching me to behave like an entrepreneur. So to go out there and to make things happen and to drive things forward and to cold outreach and just this real, like initiating everything. And it, and it felt incredibly uncomfortable. Inside of me, I felt so uncomfortable and I didn't listen to me. I was listening to the people that I was paying to guide me through it. And every time that I hit some resistance, I was like, okay, so I need to try harder. I need to take the coaching. I need to show up more. And I was really disempowering myself by doing this. I was comparing myself to other women and then beating myself up because I wasn't performing the way that they were performing. I invested so much money, all of my inheritance. I sold my house. I sold my car. I invested in a lot of money in this whole kind of ethos and this mindset and positioning of this is how I need to act to be a leader. And actually, I realized that that's also how I acted and kind of presented myself in corporate as well. Corporate wanted a different version of me. They didn't want me. They want like, so they didn't want natural me. They wanted senior leader, Abby who would like go in and uh, performance manage and, you know, really like go in there and kind of get stuff done. And don't get me wrong, I can get stuff done, but I do it in a different way. So this whole process, which lasted a number of years, there were some things that gently introduced me myself to it. I discovered Kundalini Yoga, which I still follow today. And I, and, and I started working with a, a quite a, a, a high profile Kundalini teacher, not just on the spiritual side of things, but also with my business. And one of the things that I learned from her and one of the things that I learned from Kundalini in the community was to really tap in and go into my feminine energy. So I don't need to be like in my masculine energy all of the time, working hard, hustling hard, 
trying, trying, trying. Also a big part of this whole experience and also creating a beautiful life for ourselves with space and expansion and happiness and joy is to actually sit back and sometimes do nothing. Well, I wasn't used to doing that. I craved it, but then I beat myself up because I thought I was lazy. So that really helped me transition into bringing my feminine energy into the equation and getting more of a balance. And then when I discovered human design, what that did is it really helped me understand more of how I'm designed and how my energy reacts with other people. I'm not designed to initiate. I'm also not designed to hustle and work hard. For some people, that feeds them. It feeds their soul. But for me, what it does is it burns me out and it makes me really ill. One of the things I really, <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day, actually, I've got a tendency to just get my head into something and then I work and I work and I work and I don't know when enough is enough. And it makes me feel, it makes me really ill. So one of the things that I've learned about myself, which is really small, is to go to bed early, go to bed before I'm even tired. And if I go to bed before I'm tired, I'm rested and I can wake up the next day and I've got so much energy and everyone around me gets that energy. But when I'm like head down focused and then I go to bed too late, I get so ill and the next day I'm knocked out. Now, sometimes I have to show up the next day. I've got calls or I need to host a podcast or do a face or I've got a client. But what happens is that my energy is low and then it's almost like it doesn't come naturally. Then I'm having to kind of hustle and work hard to get that energy level up. So it's really taught me more about myself and how I can utilize myself more effectively and build a business my own way. You know, you've built a business your way. I'll never be able to build a business like you because you're designed differently to me. So it's really stopped that comparison game as well. Interesting. And how do you feel like women can utilize um, their human design to their advantage? I think, as I said, it's really understanding their energy, how their energy works, how they build relationships with other people. Human design teaches us a lot about who we are as a person. I feel that once you start to love and accept yourself, truly accept yourself and see yourself as a valuable, then what that does is it really raises our self-appreciation. It helps us to just position ourselves in a different way when we see our value. Um, and it also helps us to build better relationships and see how we're going to do things in a different way. I've, everyone is completely unique and different. We can't operate in the same way. We can't build relationships in the same way. Otherwise, everyone would just be a complete replica of one another. And what a boring world that would be. You know. So it's really like embracing everything about us. Maybe the parts of ourselves that we think is a bit weird, that you don't think that people will like. Those are the things that can really set us apart from other people. So it's really learning how to differentiate ourselves from other people and accepting that. You know, we we're, were talking earlier about no competition. Well, no, there's no competition because nobody's like me. Nobody. Yeah. I might be in the same room with a human design visibility coach 
who does exactly the same as me and works with the same clients as me and runs retreats and works with clients one-on-one and you know maybe is into Kundalini and is a personal stylist we could have all the same background but we'll never be the same because we're different we're unique so it's leading those differences I think is really empowering for women and helps us when we speak publicly just appreciate appreciating that about ourselves i think is so important because there is this thing in the online space especially comparing ourselves looking at other people and thinking where am i compared to somebody else or competition of other people doing the same thing and being afraid i think just realizing that, you know what it's it's fine you are unique and I always advocate for that I always say there is no competition you're unique your story is different your drive your purpose your values is different and just owning that 100% I think it's just so beautiful and so refreshing and I think also Ramonda like checking it before it gets too late I still feel like that I might be on a call with someone or I might watch, listen to a podcast or watch an interview like this and there'll be like this, I feel it within my body. Like I feel it. It's like this shot wave of energy and it rises up and it's like, why aren't you doing that? You need to be doing more. You need to be doing that. Why aren't you doing that? And it's recognizing that and seeing it for what it is. It's like, okay, take a breath. You're okay. Use this as inspiration. You can use it to inspire yourself. You don't need to use it to beat yourself up and feel not good enough. That that cycle has been broken. We're we're thinking differently now. So it's kind of put it into perspective, but really understanding that, you know, it's still there. Very often it's there, especially as we grow, like, I'll always talk about new level, new devil. You know, whenever you get to that next stage, there's always, like when we're playing bigger, when we're working with different clients, when our platforms are bigger, when our businesses are bigger, when our teams are bigger, there's always that kind of feeling of, am I enough? Can I do this? People going to take me seriously? Like, is it just a pipe dream? So it's just checking that. And I think all these beautiful tools that we lose, that we bring along the way, you know, the self the personal development tools. I've spoken about it myself. EFT, I love it. Tapping, it's so good at removing limiting beliefs. The Kundalini, I use the human design. There's lots of other tools that I use. And what that does is that helps me to be able to check it and not to go for the fear and the scarcity to go through the love and the abundance. Because when we look at love and abundance, that's when we're being leaders because we're not thinking about ourselves anymore. We're thinking about others. Oh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful share there. It can be very triggering. So let's just face it. That competition, comparison, imposter syndrome can be very, very triggering. And I've seen this play out in many ways for different people. I've also seen this play out for myself early, earlier when I was starting out in this entrepreneurial journey. And you're right, because the attention is really on ourselves. 
and not on what we're focusing on in terms of the impact, the mission, because it it puts us in that fear flight mode of, okay, I have to do something. I'm not good enough, questioning ourselves. And then it makes us react in a ways we, which sometimes we're not really proud of. So slow down and check in. Are you coming from a place of integrity, love, alignment, and purpose? Not about yourself, because that's the key. We put ourselves too much in the center stage of, oh, this is about me and, you know, I'm not good enough. It doesn't matter. Just trust and have faith and believe that other people will see the value in you showing up for a bigger, bigger purpose than that. That's what I've learned, I think, in the process of it. I agree. You know, I work with the most incredible women all around the world, intelligent women, women that have lived a life, that have a big vision, that have got so much to give, they've got gifts. They're just not showing up. They're not pressing the go live on Facebook. They're not posting about their story and their vision, they're hiding behind their brand. They're not speaking on stages. They're not pushing themselves forward. And, oh my goodness, like, you've got so much to give. You're like the best kept secret in the world. What's it going to take for you to move forward? And very often it is. It's really about taking the focus off themselves, off their own worries and limiting beliefs about themselves. And just thinking about the women or the men or humans in this world that they're going to serve. I watched, I use this example all of the time. I watched an incredible TED talk and I really wish that I could give her credit. But in the TED talk, she was talking about you bake the cake and you bake this beautiful cake and you phone up your friends and you're like, but I've baked this cake. It's the most amazing chocolate cake in the world. Do you want to come round for dinner? And your friends are like, yes, they're going to go around for dinner. So anyway, everyone comes around your house for dinner and they all sit down and they have dinner. And then you finish dinner and you say to them, right, do you want to see the cake? And yeah, they're so excited. So you walk into the kitchen and you bring out the cake and you show them the cake. And the cake is chocolate cake. It's homemade. It's got little sprinkles on the top, Smarties, all sorts of like little gorgeous things on the top. And you're like, this is the cake. And they're so excited. And you take the cake and you walk into the kitchen and you shut the door and you eat all of the cake yourself. And you don't share it with any of your friends. So what does that make you if you don't eat the cake? Well, I mean, I, whenever I share this story, I say there's lots of different things that I could call myself. Well, I didn't share the cake, but one of them would be selfish because I've got this cake. I've made this cake and I'm not sharing it with anyone else. Well, if you think of the cake as your gift, you have this gift. You've discovered something incredible about life that has helped you transform way, way beyond anything that you ever imagined about yourself. But you're keeping it all to yourself. You're not sharing it with the world. Go out and share your cake share your gift with the world if you're going to keep it to yourself all the time you're the only person that's going to be able to benefit from it so if you think about all the people in the world that will want to eat your cake 
all the people in the world that will want to sh that you will want your gift these are the people that you're going to transform but they need to know about you if you're hiding behind a rock they're never going to know about you so put yourself forward for speaking opportunities like the women thrive um summit and the opportunities that come from that put yourself forward for being interviewed on this podcast put yourself forward to co-author a book go onto social media share it share your brilliance share it share yourself visibly and confidently share your message that's what we need to see more of and that's definitely my purpose and vision to be able to create spaces for women to step into that and I know so much that that vision is aligned with you as well, Ramonda. Yeah, just stop holding yourself back. Oftentimes we just overthink it, overthink it and make it so much about ourselves. Before every podcast, when I interview speakers, I always say, take a moment to envision the person you want to reach. Hold it in your mind, in the mind space of the person you want to attract and the person you really want to connect with. And as we're about to record this podcast, take yourself out the picture. And I would say, it's not about you. It's about the audience we're here to make an impact on. And just trust that whatever comes out is for the best of the purpose of the audience. And it's so interesting what happens with these words when I say that. And I allow those few minutes of people to feel into the audience because then, because a lot of the times public speaking can come across hard or a little bit nervous or, you know, we think so much about ourselves. And so that's where the pressure hits. And sometimes we mess up, you know, when you just start something and you kind of mess up with the introduction or something like that. <laughs> so when you allow people that, you give them that cue to say, don't worry about yourself. Worry about the people that you're here to impact because ultimately it's your gift that you're sharing. And if that is the focus, then just focus on that. And the less you focus on yourself, the more impact you'll make in a genuine way. So I like that. I like that too. Authenticity. How can we be more authentic leaders? Authentic individuals that shows up from a true place of purpose and passion we talk a lot about values don't we in the women thrive community so i think it's really about understanding what your values are and living and breathing them leading with the heart really trusting yourself and sharing your experiences i think vulnerability is so key and i think that this comes down again to what you've just shared about when you're going out and you're speaking to people and you're sharing your story to really think about the people that you're speaking to instead of yourself. I think sometimes there can be a little bit of a misconception about vulnerability that we might seem a bit weak and a bit disempowered when we're sharing vulnerably, but actually I think it gives us strength. And what it does is it helps others to connect in with us. It helps us to connect in with our story. So I think going out and really trusting ourselves, knowing ourselves, this is why I love human design, because it really helps us to know ourselves deeply, all the blind spots, maybe all the things that we've been trying to kind of dumb down or kind of, you know, hide a little bit, being able to embrace that 
and be like, well, yeah, I am different. I am different to that person over there. I don't need to be a clone of this person. I'm going to embrace myself, all of me. Being able to uh, unleash that when we make peace with ourselves, that can bring out the authenticity. It's one of the reasons why I love personal style as well, right? So we both love clothes and, you know, the way that we present ourselves. Really, it's like an energy in itself. It can just, it can, people form opinions of us by the way that we dress, the way that we show up. And we can actually attract in opportunities through the way that we dress. I mean, I remember in corporate, being in corporate and like wearing power suits. And it was just, it was not me. I don't, I'm like all about the goddess dresses and, you know, yellow nails and big earrings. And I felt that I couldn't express myself that way in corporate. And actually I was in a really, you know, incredible environment. Actually, the company that I work with were, it was almost like I was working in banking or anything like that. But still, I felt that I couldn't express myself because I felt like I wouldn't be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, like, is anyone really going to take me seriously if I show up in a pair of dungarees and some cheap earrings and my handwritten ventures? Actually being able to own that, I don't have to look like someone else. I can just own my own style. That is authenticity. So the way that we dress is authenticity. I... I work with this incredible client actually who really wanted to dress in bow ties and and top hats and braces, you know, like suspenders. And she just thought that she would really, that again, people wouldn't take her seriously if she dressed like that, or maybe that she'd repel some people. And we had to sit down and have a really serious conversation about it because I said, well, if anyone's repelled by the way that you dress, maybe they're not your clients. So actually, it's good to repel those people and attract in the people that you really want to work with. I feel like when we are authentic, we can authentically connect with clients that are meant for us, our soul clients. It solves so many problems. Our clients are so easy to work with. They bring us joy. It's like a really beautiful relationship instead of like, you know, like if you have a client that isn't quite aligned, if we can be authentic in ourselves, we can bring in those wonderful clients and that in itself will make our lives easier, make their lives easier. You know, it will help with our brand. So there's so many ways that we can be authentic and we can be very vulnerable in telling our story. and. Self-love really is the key to that. Self-love. At the core of it, it all comes back down to love, right? <laughs> all comes down to leading with love and leading with the heart and yeah. stepping into the abundance as opposed to the scarcity. I love that. I love that. So as we are about to wrap up our interview, what are you excited about? We're producing a brand new season of Women Thrive podcast. You get to interview our speakers on our podcast this year. I'm handing over the reins, but what are you excited and looking forward to? And what should the audience be looking forward to as well as we embark on a new season of the Women Thrive podcast? Yeah, so we both know who is coming up (laughs) on this podcast. We have had a little taster 
of their energy and experienced what it's like to be in their energy and within this incredible community. So I am very, very excited to interview these women and to really ask them questions so that they are showing up and sharing their story and creating this opportunity for them to really showcase themselves so that they have the opportunity then to go out and attract in whatever they want to attract in, you know, the all the abundance and the opportunities that come in. So I'm very excited to share these women with you. These women are from all different areas of the world. We're very proud, you know, to have such a diverse community. There's women from different countries, different cultures, different experiences, different belief systems, different opinions. And what that brings is this really incredible community of women that are able to bring something different to every single interview. You'll be inspired. You'll be moved. I know you'll be moved. They're going to be sharing their stories. They're going to be sharing their experiences. They're here to help you through whatever you need to be helped through and to inspire you in whatever you need to be inspired in. But I can absolutely guarantee that every single interview will hold a nugget, a little nugget that you can take away. And if you incorporate that into your business and your life, it will be transformational because sometimes the small steps are the things that make the biggest impact. So much insight. I am looking forward to it. This time I'm not an interviewer and I'm excited to hand over the reins to you. Whilst I'm embarked on my own new exciting venture, adventure of becoming a mother. <laughs> so I will be stay, taking a step back from forefront of interviewing our guests on our podcast, but also whilst doing that, allowing so many other women to take the stage and shine. And there's so many stories, so many incredible opportunities and connections for you to make through this podcast so get involved we're going to be releasing two episodes a week of inspiring women stories on our podcast share it subscribe and make sure you're part of this journey because this is where we build true real and authentic connections bring our community together and also invite you to participate through our events we have monthly events as well as for you to participate on a podcast or our stages in the near future. So check it out, the opportunities that we have at Women Thrive and make sure you connect to Abby. Abby, how do people connect with you? So they can reach out to me at abigail at womenthrivemedia.com. Amazing. And make sure you follow Abby on her social media channels as well to see her journey and tag us on social media if you have watched this or leave a comment below. Thank you all so much. And thanks, Abby, for sharing your nuggets of inspiration today. And we'll look forward to seeing you on another podcast. Take care for now. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.